has to be the first one to talk. Is I it suppose. on? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's rolling. We're rolling. <laughs> We're live. This is it. We're live. It's live. Yeah. This is this is happening right now, everybody. Ugh. I would say we have a lot to talk about, but we don't. I don't have really. anything to say. Yeah. I, I hate everyone. <laughs> this is this is not an entertaining season of television. Um, but let's dig in with that. On that note, <laughs> let's get talking. Um, okay, so. Uh, we're back, back in action on the beach. Uh, Jack Stone and Alexis. Um, Alexis tries to feed Jack Stone a dead crab. That's how things start out. They're playing a, gal- a game that Alexis says is called Guess What's in Your Mouth, and Raven calls it What Dat Mouth Dudo. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. It uh, They had to put out like subtitles yeah. on. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'm from Louisiana, so I would think that i had a pretty good grasp on like arkansas Arkansas culture culture, yeah apparently not no you really need to dig in we're getting a real insight on arkansas culture frog gigging yeah next season the um the water tower sitting the get some stank on your hang down (laughs) no is that not just something that you said around town i like it in the locker room yeah (laughs) i mean i'm not not judging. I like it. And you know what you say about what all these... What that mouth do, though? <laughs> you know what you say about all these things. That's so Raven. That's so Raven. I know. Raven. I realized that we hadn't played that once since we started podcasting Bachelor in Paradise. You know what? I'm glad we took a little break because it's back and it's better than ever. Uh, yeah. And everything that Raven has done in Paradise has been so Raven. So Raven. I think Raven Simone is now losing out owning that So Raven to this Raven. Maybe. Maybe What about so. Poe? <laughs> Raven would call it Nevermodo. <laughs> What that raven doing at your door? <laughs> never mo, never mo, never mo, never mo. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Lacey says that Jack Stone secretly likes Alexis, but he won't admit it because she's his best friend. I want to say I feel sorry for Jack Stone if Alexis is his, best, his best friend. friend. Right. Also, how Pretty did sure Alexis they just met. Right, become his best friend? Yeah. This dead crab is my best friend. <laughs> um, can I also say that Alexis... Is like hardcore Jersey skank on Bachelor yeah. in Paradise, and this kind of speaks to something that we've talked about before on the podcast, which is like which one is the real person? Because she was funny. I thought she was really funny on Nick's season. Yeah. Actually, they like she had that fear of Nicholas Nicholas Cage. Cage, which has not come up. I'd like to see that back again. But I feel like on Bachelor in Paradise, she's just this like cross between a new jersey real housewife and some sort of like sopranos character (laughs) she actually had somebody whacked that's where danielle m she didn't go home she's like the skanky version of what willow would or willow no what's the daughter's name meadow meadow what meadow would have grown up to be in like 20 years in 20. How old is Alexis? I don't know. She's looking kind of rough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Meadow in the show I'm th- was like 18. Okay. Okay. Meadow? Yeah, that's right. Right? That's, that's right. Meadow, Sopr- Meadow Soprano? <laughs> Meadow Soprano. Oh, Ryan's going to have it. I got to Google it. Got to Google it. It's Meadow. That's it. All right. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Boom. Willow Soprano. Shut up. Okay, 
In any case, Jack Stone is real pissed He's about the dead pissed. crab. He's you, it not. also was a hot tub crab. We have to know that it had been Ew. stewing in the hot tub. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, it had been out on the. I thought that it had been maybe like on the side of the pool, but that Jack Stone kept saying that it smelled like the hot I tub. I see. I thought that was because it literally. If your hot no. tub smells like that, he was that might that be it a problem. Like vagina, I think is what he was saying. Oh, that was his joke. Oh, that I totally missed it. <laughs> I believe. I thought he was just saying that their hot tub smelled real bad. Well, it does because it smells like rank. <laughs> what? Nothing. I feel like Are this is a more. Are you teasing me? No, no. I feel like this has become a more complicated metaphor than I initially <laughs> realized. I thought the crab was literally out of the hot tub, like it had been floating in the filter or something. I don't know. Nobody knows. I don't know. This is the kind of intricacy that we're I dealing that with on this show. I thought that the hot tub smelled because it smells like dirty sex. And that that's what the dead crab smelled like as well. I see. That is a very complicated analogy. That's um, why I'm the poet. That's right. <laughs> that's what you bring to the table. Yep. Um, okay. So um, that happened. And um, uh, then Kristen arrives. Is that the yes. next thing in your notes as well? Yes, that's right. Well, so Wells is talking about Jasmine and he says that she's very intense that you don't know if she's going to give you a present or murder you in your sleep. Those are two pretty different things. Two different responses. What um, if the present is a chokey, though? Oh. What about that? And then they come back full circle again. What if? Yeah. What if? Uh, I think we also see it pretty clear um, in this little Jasmine section when Kristen shows up that, and people say as much, uh, Jasmine definitely has stronger feelings for Matt than Matt for Jasmine. Oh, certainly. certainly. And on the one hand, I feel a little sorry for Matt because I do think that he, you know, we have that scene of Jasmine like straddling him and then he's like, you, I'm going to go get some lunch. (laughs) (laughs) But I think we see that again and again in Paradise. You'd almost call it a repeated motif. Yes, one of the rich motifs of the program. Yeah. Uh, people being assholes and like getting annoyed when people like them Mm -hmm. that they don't like back, but also not at all being clear about not liking them. Like, I feel like you see that with Amanda and Robbie where she's like, I, uh, Robbie went in for the kiss and I just wasn't really feeling it. It just wasn't, it wasn't the right time. Yeah, it wasn't the right, that's what she tells him. Right. It's not the right time. Stop, Amanda. Like, it's never going to be the right time. Well, is he... It's also unclear to me, like, to what extent the people just aren't getting the signals. Like, is Robbie... Can Robbie really not tell that Amanda's not into him? I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe it's just editing or something. I I mean, but... he eventually gets that kiss, so I guess bravo yeah, for you, Yeah, that persistence. Yeah, the squeaky <laughs> wheel gets the grease. I mean, I think maybe a lot of them are just like, well, it worked for Evan. Right. I guess that's true, right? Just Beat be her annoying. down eventually. I'm surprised there haven't been more fake injuries. Like, oh, I hurt myself. Gotta call the ambulance. <laughs> but again, you see it with... I think a lot of people, like, obviously, Dean is playing Christina in a slightly more, um, I think, like, serious way, yeah. you know? Like so, anyway, I just way. feel like if you don't like someone, like, just be upfront about it, mm-hmm. you know? And, and Jasmine says as much at the end of the um, episode when Matt finally leaves. She's kind of like, what the hell? Yeah, like, what happened, right? Yeah. Why? 
Well, and what you also see is men being very like what is the word I'm looking for? Like annoying. Annoying. Well, that's <laughs> that's to be expected. But to like assholey. Um, yeah, assholey. To to not like really downplaying stuff. So when when Matt comes to Jasmine, like hypothetically, he's already accepted a date with Kristen. Mm-hmm. But he's like, hypothetically, if I went out with Kristen, would you be okay with that? Well, like, like, it's not no, a, it's not a not. hypothetical, Matt. That's <laughs> right. not how you use that word. Well, I tell you, I mean, so we're kind of digging into this Matt-Kristen stuff. I mean, what basically happens is that Kristen decides to ask Matt because Matt specifically comes to her and is like, I'm I'm available for this date. Right. Um. It annoys me that Jasmine gets so mad at Kristen. Obviously, the person that that anger should have been directed at was mostly Matt. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe a little bit of at Kristen. I do think it sucks that, I mean, Jasmine basically like straight up told Kristen, Matt and I are involved. Like, I don't think you'll be interested in him. Mm-hmm. But then Matt comes and says, no, no, I'm, a, I'm free. Yeah. I'm totally cool yeah. with this. If Matt would have given her the same message, she wouldn't have gone for him. Right. But Jasmine is just like laying into Kristen about it. And then it's like, when Matt gets back, I'm just going to make out with him. Oh, that'll teach him. Right. And also like, like why? Yeah. I mean, why are you fighting for this guy that doesn't seem that interested in you? Though you know. maybe that's the reason. Ugh. Oh, I did like when Jasmine said, you want good TV, ABC, I'm about to give you good TV. I like when people like directly address like, this is a show. But then she just goes up and is watching. like, hey, Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I just want you to know that I didn't, th- I didn't think it was cool what you did. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jasmine. <laughs> Great TV. <laughs> yeah, that was. This actually, none of this has been good TV. <sighs> I wish you would have given us good TV, Jasmine. Matt and Kristen go swimsuit shopping. I guess, can we talk about scallop fingers? Uh, we have to. It's like half of the episode. Yeah, it is. So Kristen, apparently on The Bachelor, took scallops to go in the limo and was eating them. And then was licking her fingers and also touching what, what Alexis sounded like. She took scallops to go. <laughs> I mean, it is kind of gross. So it she is took gross, scallops yeah. to go, and then it was my impression that she pulled what we refer to as a Lynn Weber and like left the leftovers. I think the leftovers were left in the car for a while because mm-hmm. somebody says that at some point, which Ryan's dad did with some Thai shrimp takeout, right. And then it did not uh, did not turn out well. He yeah, got, when he eventually ate it. He got it. the yeah. Thai shrimp dish, got leftovers, left them in the car. We went to see a play. <laughs> a Christmas at play. At the Seattle Theater. A lengthy Christmas play, yeah. Next day, he eats those leftovers. You're going to be shocked at this, but it did not sit well. Not feeling so hot, yeah. So it sounds like Kristen it's did the same move. thing. But yeah. to top it off, as you said... She doesn't wait until they get home to eat the leftovers. She just starts eating the scallops in the car and is like licking noisily, her, yeah. yeah, and like licking her fingers and then touching people yeah. with, her, with her scallop fingers. Scallop fingers. It's an unfortunate nickname. It's not something you want to be saddled with. Kristen scallop fingers. seems like a bizarre person. She does. I'll put that out there. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put that out there too. And I mean the scallops thing. The other thing is, it, if you liked someone, you would probably be able to tease them about that openly like that's the it's a gauge of how they don't how they feel about her yeah and that you can't like because like if one of my friends did that i would be like what are you doing (laughs) why are you doing this (laughs) but it seems like they already don't like her and that this scallops thing becomes something to latch on to and i do feel bad for her because there's a scene 
like after their date when she comes back and I think she might be eating shrimp. I mean, I think she eats shrimp and scallops They've gotta the whole just time. Be like, feet, like, yeah, like shoving plates yeah. of it in front of her. Like, hey, don't you want some more scallops, Although Kristen? Although she does seem to be enjoying them. But I feel bad for her because she comes up to Amanda and... Who else is it? Sarah. And she's being sweet to Amanda. Like, right. she's like, I just wanted to tell you I'm so happy you're here. Like, I could not love you more. They don't seem to have met in the past. And Amanda and Sarah are just, like, laughing at right, her. Right, laughing they at her scallop can't stop hands. laughing. Yeah. And, like, that, it sucks to be that person that Kristen is. Right. Where you feel like everybody's in on some joke about you and you don't know what it is. And Right. Though know. that, a similar thing happened to my friend John and I when we were at a hotel when the, you could get free ice cream. And one of the flavors was caramel cashew. And we were joking with the person selling the ice cream like that's something that old people would order. And then an old man walked in immediately and was like, I'll take the caramel cashew, please. And we just lost it. It was exactly the same thing that happened. But then did that old man say, oh, Ryan, I'm so glad you're here. I've been wanting to talk to you. I, I'm in love with you, and I think you're such a cool person. Like, did yep. he then try to have a prolonged conversation with He you? did not. He no. left immediately. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't think the issue is that they are, like, laughing, laughing. Yeah, just it's at that, someone. Right. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, to make fun of this old man, I was totally in the right, is, was my point. Oh, um, I think enough people have made fun of you. It all hopefully, evens out. Hopefully, yeah. I wouldn't worry too much about it. Though here's you getting... You and your friend were so cool. Getting back <laughs> to the... They're shoving scallops in front not, of her. Not going here's, for it. Here's a conspiracy okay. theory that I have okay. that I just came up with. So they could barely get a pizza the other night. Like, they had to eat that sandy pizza. And I've heard them talking before about, like, how difficult it is to get food on the show. What? But somehow, Kristen just has scallops at the ready. That is not true. A lot of them are eating all the time. I think they were just really hungry and they were like... So, I mean, I think it's a hotel restaurant. Right, but it seemed like... It took a long time for the pizza to come. Because it was like midnight. Yeah, but still, when is Kristen eating those scallops? Mid- I just, I think there's midday? a conspiracy midday. here of uh, some kind. Yeah. That for, I, and that there are. Forget Corinne <laughs> DeMario. Right, this whole scandal. This Scallops is the real Gate scandal. 2017. <laughs> I think that Christina is in on it. The Russians are in on it somehow. The Russians. Dean. Um, it's just so disrespectful. <laughs> anyway, so that's my conspiracy right, theory. Internet. My, I'll save my Christina. Oh, it'll come back. It'll come back again. Dean, I want to eat your lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you might be right. What, Sir, are you insinuating that the producers utilize certain tools to create funny storylines or narratives in the show? I'm afraid I might be insinuating just that. I might be besmirching the integrity of this show a little bit. I mean, if you're going to ask, like, so did Jonathan pack those little mini hands? Or did the I mean, we've been over that before. (laughs) um, That they seem to be providing Did you see the scene when they make out and he, like, I don't think you were paying attention when he gra- he like touches her face uh, with, with the, the mini, mini hands. hands. We'll get to tickle, yeah, because I actually have a lot to say about tickler. Um, um, all right, ja- Kristen and Matt come back. Jasmine is pissed off. 
basically she I mean Jasmine is just ranting it also turns into a slightly like religious conspiracy rant when she's like the the snake was a devil and Kristen's a snake it sounds like she's kind of accusing Kristen of being the devil I don't like it's all connected sure yeah just like Mike it goes Scallop's a little conspiracy bit into, theory like, true detective territory <laughs> <laughs> in this universe we process time linearly forward but outside of our space-time, from what would be a fourth-dimensional perspective, time wouldn't exist. And from that vantage, could we attain it? We see <clears throat> our space-time would look flattened. Like a true detective-style monologue? Yeah. Well, and how does Jasmine respond when Matt returns? She, A, makes out with him, and B invites him to a game night to play Scattergories. Scattergories, yeah. guys. I want to just put this out there. My all-time favorite game. All-time favorite. All-time favorite. Great game to play on the beach, too. What is something fun that starts with S? Scattergories. Scattergories. <laughs> oh, same answer. Cross it out. Okay, never mind. Scallops. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, a fun uh, game you can play that starts with W. Uh... Wheel of Fortune. What that mouth do do? <laughs> Both good answers. This is just going to become a categories mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like we would get more material if that were the case. And maybe more listeners. Scattergories has a big fan base. Can we talk about how Robbie, in an attempt to do something romantic... Oh, and this also plays into your theory about what the producers uh, supply the Paradise uh, attendees with... In an attempt to be rom- to make a large romantic gesture, Robbie throws a bunch of plastics <laughs> into the pool. <laughs> into the hot tub, right? Was it the hot tub? I think or the it was pool? the hot tub. Yeah, he throws a bunch of glow sticks into the hot tub. Amanda's not impressed. She is not. No, she like it's during the game night, and he like calls her up, and she was like, "Did you pack all these glow sticks?" Like, she basically brings up, like, with your suitcase full of glow sticks. I mean, apparently he brought, like, one really weird white v-neck, a bow tie, (laughs) and glow sticks. That was what was in his suitcase. He also uh, refers to himself in third person, saying, Robbie might go in for that kiss. Spoiler alert, guys. He doesn't. He does not. This is not the appropriate time. Guys. Surprisingly. I started to say guys, and then I was going to say y'all. Yeah, it it blended like together. That's okay. Sorry, y'all. That's all right. Sorry, guys. Um, Rob, surprisingly, a hot tub full of glow sticks is not the ticket to getting a kiss. If it isn't, I don't know what is. What is? I mean, if that's not a foolproof, I mean... bulletproof plan. <laughs> uh, Robbie, I will say, um, finally accuses Amanda of giving him mixed signals. And... Amanda what are t- the positive signals? That's oh come on, she is. I mean, <laughs> what is she other than like tepid? Like oh, this she is nice. Wanted his rose. She's spending time with him. I don't know. It seemed mostly negative. I guess the mixed signal is that Robbie is clearly interested in her, and if she wasn't interested, then she should just say, "I don't think that this is going to happen." Right. But instead, she's not saying that, so he keeps just throwing glow sticks in the hot tub. <laughs> Um, and I mean, when he goes in to kiss her, she doesn't say, she doesn't like turn away or mm-hmm. say no. Th- I mean, she does, but she says it's a wait, quote, wait for the right moment kind of thing. 
There's not going to be. I mean, there is a right Apparently, moment later in that later, episode. Yeah. But I don't know. I just feel I hate like... to side with Robbie, but I do agree with him that Amanda is refusing to man up and be honest. I guess my thing is just that he should be able to tell that she's not that interested and back off for, out of self-respect. Well, there's a whole movie about that. It's called She's Just Not That Into You. Or he's just... <laughs> was it she or he? He. Is it he? Yeah, it's he. Yeah, he's just not that it's all about you. how, like, the women are stupid and can't tell. Although, no, there are characters in that movie where both sides are playing the fool. Ooh, feminism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is really progressive on uh, gender issues. I like that movie. That has Jennifer... Jennifer Goodwin. Jennifer, yeah, yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Justin Long. As you call her, Jen Aniston. Jen Aniston. Sure, well, we're buds. Uh, yeah, Justin Affleck. Long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, it's all kinds. Of, it's, it was one of the first of those. Like, do y'all want us to keep going? Yeah, the whole cast. Well, it was one of the first of those of like yeah. we're gonna put the, like, forty massive, people in a movie. Yeah, the yeah. Love Actually type that has faded a little bit in popularity recently. Bring it back. I, th- I thought we were gonna get like a St. Patrick's Day movie with you know kind of like the Labor Valentine's Day. Day. <laughs> <laughs> there was that horrible Labor Day movie with uh, Kate Winslet in it. It's based that. on a book. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. The anyway. audience is loving this. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, glow sticks in the hot tub. All right. Everybody's... Uh, as things are breaking down at this point in yes. paradise. Um, Sarah is pissed off. Well, not really pissed off, but you got Sarah and Raven fighting over Adam. Mm-hmm. Lacey somehow, like, kind of ridiculously is trying to be mad about the fact that Diggy is giving his rose to Dominique. Right. Um, I, I get, I mean, I understand her point that she was angry that he, because apparently Diggy didn't even tell her he was going on that date with Dominique. Oh, I so see. I get yeah. that. Like, he probably owed her a, um, I don't know if he needed to ask if he could go, which is what she says, but I do think that he should have given her a heads should up. Should have informed her. Well, and this was, um, it, I understand it was tough that she, like, came right back from sure. the date and then Diggy immediately turns around and goes with somebody else. But that's the game, Lacey. The game is the game. Uh, can we talk about Taylor and Derek? Sure. Who get into a really strange, like, slow motion fight? Yeah. No, it's really weird. So I kind of... Either I didn't understand or I missed something because basically what happens is that they have a conversation. At one point, Derek says, fuck you to her. And that like sets her off. But what what prompted that? I missed. So I thought that what was happening is that they had gotten into a fight maybe like the night before or earlier that day. And they're talking about the fight. Okay. So she's already mad and they are discussing that and then Derek is like, fuck you. In a really weird voice right. that he later oh, fuck you. He later claims that it was like sarcasm. I think he tries to play it off. It's like when uh, Larry David says, I fucked up. And like gets really like into how he says it. I fucked up. Are you trying to be funny now? Because no, I'm really not up. in the mood. I fucked up. But Taylor, nonetheless, feels very triggered by it. It's taken her out of her safe space. Yes. It's, uh, I mean, she just throws in, like, 15 different therapy Sure, speak. sure, yeah. I'm a snowflake, and I feel like I'm melting in this situation. <laughs> Not a lot of emotional intelligence, Derek. 
Uh, her emotional piggy bank is drained. She says, yeah, my emotional piggy bank is drained. In fact, her emotional piggy bank is in the negative, which actually a piggy bank cannot be in the negative, oh. I don't believe. So metaphor busted, Taylor. <laughs> you just got English professor. <laughs> Uh, in any case, I mean, it doesn't end well. Taylor basically, like, stomps off and... And, I mean, I don't know why Derek would think any form of <laughs> swearing at someone like that would be positive. I mean, I'm Taylor may have reacted in a strange way, and she seems to have a past that dictates that. I feel like I've said that to that. you before in fights. Um, but I just, I don't think that... I'm more with Taylor than with Derek. Like, that's... Um... I think her reaction came on a little strong. I guess, but, but I, but to Derek's defense, I think that Taylor appears to be someone who will not let fights go. Not that I know anything about that. Um, but, I mean, as someone who tends to do that as well, I feel like it takes one to know one. And Derek, to me, seemed to be doing all the right things and, like, owning up for what he said and apologizing very sincerely and she just she would not let it you're go. saying Especially, after the incident yeah after, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like i don't think that he should have said that right um but he tries to apologize and move forward and it takes taylor a real long time to get there to move on yeah right all i'm going to say is that i would not want taylor as my therapist oh my god i would not want taylor as my girlfriend either yeah so um, and she later in that episode is like, I don't want to be your therapist. But that seems like exactly what she wants yes. to be. Like it she seems like she wants to be everybody's therapist. therapist. Yes. Okay, Christina is talking to Dean about D'Lo. Uh, D- Dean tells Christina that D'Lo is an incredibly interesting woman. And it's just really hard to move away from a woman like that. But he also tells Christina that he considers Christina's emotions before his own. His own, Every right. time. That's all he's thinking about that's is what, what Christina is. feels. Clearly. Yeah, that's what this looks like. Him yeah. considering Christina's right. feelings. Putting someone else before yourself. Oh, that's Dean. what it looks like. So do you want to give your theory on Dean? That I yes. Yeah, so my theory on Dean, what I was saying, because a lot of people wanted Dean as Bachelor after that whole brouhaha with his family. They felt like he got the short shrift and they wanted him to like get payback for that bad emotional experience by being the Bachelor. And I wonder sometimes if the producers are just smart enough to see, like, well, we know more about this person than the audience does. And we just know Dean can't cut it as the Bachelor. And so you're sort of, you're seeing that now. You're seeing what the producers may have already known. Yep. And I think that that's... And I think they were like, if we put him on Bachelor in Paradise, he'll reveal his true colors. <laughs> and then we won't have to have like a world of hate coming towards us when we right. don't choose him. Right. They'll turn the they'll turn people against him. Another conspiracy theory. I'm mm-hmm. full of conspiracy theories today. Um, or either, I mean, or they just wanted him on but the I show. But I think you're but... right. Because when we were watching last night, I said to you, oh my God, Dean was not ready. Ready for marriage like oh, what the no. fuck was he even doing absolutely on the not yeah i mean this is and obviously we've gotten a glimpse into his past dodged and, a bullet rachel yeah and i mean he's 24 or 25 or whatever he's young i mean yeah. none of this is really it's just like everyone behaves like this it's just he's on tv really does everyone behave this dickishly no but me i will say plenty of people behave in a poor fashion like this they just don't have it documented on television i don't think i ever did i i've, I've never behaved in such a way mostly because i've never had two it women interested in me <laughs> 
I'm going uh, to play one woman off the other is something <laughs> I've never said. Um, all right. We're at the rose ceremony night. A lot of the girls are feeling um, pretty... Wait. Yeah, we're at the rose ceremony mm-hmm. now. Yeah, which yes. and the rose ceremony goes on for like forty yeah, fucking minutes. Yeah, I mean minutes. it's it's like the whole episode. Yeah, um, the girls are feeling desperate, especially after Matt decides he's going to go home. He up and leaves. Yeah, he's done. He does with not it. give his rose out. So this basically leaves. So like Taylor says that she doesn't even know if she's going to accept Derek's rose, and um, you have Amanda and Robbie pretty pretty paired up. Um, mm-hmm. Robbie brings flip flops for his for her for her girls. like you know like hotel flip flops. I thought right? that was cute. Yeah. Um, but as far as not knowing, so like Alexis, uh, Jasmine, Lacey, there's probably at least one more. Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. So you have all these girls who don't really know where their rose is coming from, and after Matt leaves, there's even one less rose to hand out. Who should arrive from the Great White North? Dan. But Daniel. So the, here's my question. Damn, Daniel. First, first Harrison comes in and says there could be some version of there could be more twists, which makes, I think, Sarah say, you're putting my brain in a blender, Chris Harrison. <laughs> and then they waltz Daniel out. And my question was, like, was Dan? Where was Daniel this whole time? Like, just waiting. Like, he was hiding have... in a bungalow with Harrison. <laughs> they have him just like cryonically frozen to like unthaw at the right moment. Like, what? Uh, I like because he was—he's clearly, you know, not like flown down immediately. He um, had been there for a while, maybe watching but that's how people in the bushes. Are. Well, is everybody just like? Because it seems more scheduled usually. Like you're going to come on this yeah, day. You're going to come scheduled. on this day. I think they just know when cuts are going to be made. Okay. I don't know. Don't don't. It's like looking directly into the sun. <laughs> you sir are no Trump. <laughs> you can't handle it. Speaking of Trump, Daniel makes some Trump jokes. Ah, they all do. Yeah, yeah. Daniel makes a wall joke, and Harrison says too soon, which is not the right use of too soon. There is no wall. That's not too soon. <laughs> Nothing has happened. Um, he also, I, th- I mean, I think Daniel's funny. He says, Trump, you can't keep this immigrant out. <laughs> he's funny. He's one of those people who, like, he's such a straight man. Yeah. Like, you can't tell, like, is he super stupid right. or, like, really and, smart, right. you know? And that's why, like... I was watching Carly on Instagram stories earlier and she was getting real uh, worked up about how like Daniel's treating the women like shit and he objectifies them and like you shouldn't take it girls. But I, I mean, maybe I'm giving him too much credit. I just, I almost think of him as like a waboom where he's created this persona for himself to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine that that's who he really is. Or, like, he wouldn't even be there. He wouldn't even be a functioning human being. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe it is who he really is. Because he... I I don't know. He's he's an enigma. A Canadian enigma wrapped in a maple leaf. (laughs) So, anyways. I guess we get to the, uh, the roses. Well, can we just say that Lacey is, like... Super excited right. for Daniel to right. be there. Right, she is. Which I, we, she had mentioned that earlier. Honestly, like, would it? I guess there's someone for everyone. Sure, but like, although perhaps not Lacey for Daniel because she tells him that she's been waiting for him, and he says that that's creepy. 
<laughs> Which Daniel himself is kind of creepy, but sure. anyways. And they yeah. seem, I mean, they connect later in this episode. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, yes, yeah, so. All right, rose ceremony. Rose ceremony. I didn't actually note who got what roses. Matt I don't comes think I back and gives his rose to Jasmine, but Jasmine is still pissed. pissed. She's like, sure, She's I'll like, take I'll it. take it. Well, but... and it's, he comes back, which is what he should have done to begin with, I guess. Um, he comes back and says, I want you to have this rose so you can find some other kind of opportunity. Right, like I want to give it yeah. to somebody that deserves to be here. And then he leaves and walks into the sea, never to be seen again. <laughs> in his penguin, he zips up his <laughs> penguin suit. He slides on his belly. <laughs> waddle, waddle, waddle. <laughs> um, Adam has to choose between Sarah and Raven, and he's going Raven. Going Raven, yeah. Dean chooses Christina. Uh, he says that he knows Christina is the right option, but D'Lo is the more exciting option. And Ben Z then saves, saves D'Lo. D-Lo. Yeah. And then Ben Z is never heard from again. Except to talk about his to dog. To talk about his dog. Yeah. I'm surprised that some kind of island dog, he hasn't like taken on some kind of island dog. Though I guess that wouldn't be the best dog ever. I saw someone comment that if you actually watch him when he's talking about the dog, you can see that they're literally just like superimposing that on like, that he's not saying the word dog. Wait, what do you mean? So like he probably mentioned his dog once or twice Uh and that they just keep replaying clips. Uh-huh. That he's not actually saying it to every woman in the way that they're oh, portraying I see. it. Well, now this you get even blowing my Whoa. brain more, right? I heard that Ben Z killed Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> I saw video footage to that effect. Um, all right, so what? Did you where know are that we? Christina is Melania Trump's third cousin? Is that true? No. Oh, okay. I like that rumor, though. We should start spreading yeah, that around. Start That's good. Fake news. <laughs> Get some Ukrainian bloggers on it. Start spreading that around. Uh, we're going to be murdered in our sleep tonight. Okay. By Jack Stone. So can we talk about Christina? Oh, and Jack Stone gives, the, gives his rose to... Uh, somebody. Who Kristen? gets it? No, Lacey. He saves Lacey. Jack Stone saves Lacey. No, Daniel's, Daniel gives it to Lacey. Jack Stone gives it oh, to Kristen, right. and that's why he's that's so right. pissed when Kristen goes out that's with the tickler. Yes, right, right, right. Because Kristen kisses him. So many things to keep straight. Such so, a uh, can we talk about web. the boner thing? Of course. After I mean, we the have rose to. ceremony, yeah. Christina and Dean are like hanging out on Snuggling a hammock. Snuggling on the Looks beach. like a sweet moment. And it, we actually had to rewind to be sure that this was what was happening. But she dares him to get a boner, like, yeah, just by thinking, right? Like, is this a thing? Well, you know, the only thing I thought of was that scene in Neighbors where what the other Franco can do that. <laughs> but yeah, that's not really a thing. Um, like, get a boner on command, Dean. Um, it was just, it was all very bizarre. It was so strange. It was really strange. And then later they spend the night together and they have to put a black box over Dean's uh, crotchal region. So apparently later he's good to go. uh, (laughs) Apparently he was good to go in the hammock. I mean, he did it. And she's like, I can't believe this is happening. He, see, I didn't know. Well, I guess we just didn't get enough. Yeah, that's another yet another mystery. Have to stay in paradise. (laughs) Christina knows how to keep a secret, too, so you could torture her. She's got, actually, one of her teeth is a cyanide capsule if we ask her about it. (laughs) All right, Daniel gets the date card. 
by a bunch of Mexican wrestlers like coming through the villa. Yeah, which one of the women refers to as sumo wrestlers. Yeah, Kristen yeah. is like, I had no idea there were sumo wrestlers in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, scallop oh, fingers. Oh, scallops. Um, all right. Lacey says that their wrestling date is going to be the best confrontation between Canada and America since ever. Pretty good line, actually. Yeah, I yeah, thought that was a good line. She also says that she speaks Daniel. They just seem to be on, or she seems to believe on she's on a wavelength. wavelength. Yeah. I would agree. I think she's right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they seem to, they have a good date. Um, I feel like he's nice. He seems sweet with her. Yeah. Yeah, they seem to have fun. They seem to both have a, like, similar weird sexual chemistry mm-hmm. like that they you know yes which is which is great i mean i honestly i would like it if these two worked out i'm pulling for them who shows up next tickle monster the tickle monster the tickler the tickler and so here's what i think is so first of all we have to say he goes up to harrison and he says i think some there are some girls down there who are waiting to get tickled and harrison's like are there? I don't I, Harrison like throws some shade his way. Um, but the girls are actually have a really interesting response Ladies to the tickle monster. Ladies love the tickle Ladies monster. Ladies love the tickle monster. They're so like, he's cute. He's, he's confident. <laughs> might have a little bit to do with the fact that he is a doctor. Sure. But I like, so what happens is in my line of work, we would say that uh, he has been reframed. That initially the tickle monster thing was lame, but now it's confident because mm-hmm. instead of being listed as a doctor, mm-hmm. he allows himself the like humor and indignity of being listed as a tickle monster mm-hmm. as his profession. Yeah. Right? That he doesn't take himself too seriously. I do want to know, as I asked you, what kind of family practice doctor is allowed to just go off on this reality TV show jaunt for, like, two weeks. One who tickles babies as they emerge from the womb. Uh, He's like, (laughs) I've delivered hundreds of babies. What if the tickle monster... I wonder if he brings his giant hands. To catch the babies. Of course that's what happens. I would like it if the tickle monster were, like, some kind of thing that he couldn't control. (laughs) (laughs) Comes out on a full moon or, like, you know, at night he becomes the tickle monster. It's his, he's actually schizophrenic. Um, This also, right, this also answers the question, who tickles the tickler? And the answer is Ellen DeGeneres tickles the tickler. We saw that. Yeah, but is the only person. I would have assumed that Jonathan was always getting tickled. Mm. But she said he said that that is the only person who has ever tickled him i don't believe it ellen oh you think he's lying for effect yeah it's a funny conversation that that made him think about giving up tickling and then he just like he's talking to Kristen, who he says if i were creating an emoji wife Kristen would be perfect i'm not into what does that mean i don't precisely uh, yeah i don't know that creeped me out because i know he said emoji wife but i was picturing like a blow-up doll type situation. Right. Well, that's... Was it like... Was it a compliment or not? I couldn't yes. even tell. Okay. No, yeah. It's a compliment. <clears throat> so it was like you're a cartoon of a saying, woman. If I could create my dream wife, uh-huh. it would look like Kristen. If you could create her in a lab. I'm not yeah. sure why he... <laughs> Didn't just say that. Sure. That Why an emoji? emoji. Is this how we talk about things now? It used to be like if I could create, <laughs> you know, the perfect woman. Now it has to be an emoji. Um, he does like just flat out like kiss her. Tickle monsters going yeah. in for a kiss. Mon- Tickle monsters not messing around. Tickle monster don't Kissle give a monster. shit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes in for a kiss with Kristen, and then he 
uh, asks her on a date. Jack Stone is beside himself. Beside himself at losing. If I get my girl stolen by a tickle monster. That's one of the things a tickle monster will do. Yeah, he comes in. You're, you don't suspect anything because he's the tickler. Right, and, and then he's going to tickle, tickle, tickle your girl right out of your arms, <laughs> Jack Stone. Um, all right. Dean is talking, I believe, with Diggy about his situation, blah, blah, blah. Like, Oh, my God. Well, I like how he tries to make it seem more complicated than it is. Like, right. just admit what you're doing, which is playing two women and being an asshole. Yeah. Um, then what, Christina comes up and wants to walk on the beach with him? Well, Am I in the right point here? That might have been a little earlier. Um, or no, maybe that is then, because then she leaves. Well, because he's just like, I'm going to eat this chicken. Yeah, because she's yeah. like, oh, look, they're like playing in the waves. Right. It looks fun. Let's go down there. And he's like, oh, what is this chicken? <laughs> and Dean tells Diggy that Christina is more interesting and perceptive and smart and I feel like Christina's also really pretty. Right. I just don't. I mean, Delo's fine. And then but... he says, but Delo's so fucking hot. Yeah. Like, you sound like such an asshole. Well, and just like a little boy. You know? Yeah. Like, Christina is an interesting woman that you already have an emotional connection connection to. And it's so. not like she's the hunchback of Notre Dame. Right. Like, Christina is pretty, right. too. Although, I mean, I don't know if this is playing the devil's advocate, but I would like to say, too, like... Get some respect for yourself, Christina. Dean is obviously playing you. I feel like he is be he's such a jerk and then the second that he like talks to her sure. or looks her way or gives her a rose, she's just like I'll take my panties off. <laughs> <laughs> In Russia, panties take off you. <laughs> Uh, she keeps saying that she feels disrespected by him, and she should, but then she right. goes back for more. Well, and she keeps saying that she's done, which is every time the not... right choice, but then she's not done. Oh, so. girl. All right. Well, anyways, that all happens. I'm sure we'll get more of that, because the goddamn cliffhanger is Dean and Christina again. Um, but on the date with Kristen and Tickle Monster, there are scallops. They're eating scallops. She again. keeps calling them squishy. Yeah. Mm. E. Yeah, and uh, she's throwing him at Jonathan's head. Um, they're supposedly an aphrodisiac. I've never heard that in I've my life. I've never heard that rumor before. <laughs> yeah. I think they're just an aphrodisiac for this specific sure. couple. <laughs> oh, scallop fingers. And also, that sounds like one of those things that would be like a made up sex move, right? <laughs> or maybe not even made sure. up. Sure. It was before Bachelor in Paradise, and now it's all too real. Um, yeah, but, they, oh yeah, go oh, ahead. Go, no, go ahead. You're, you're I don't have anything. Oh. I have, they kiss with tiny hands. I was going to say that it seems like it's going really well, but then when she gets back, Kristen says that it wasn't fireworks. I know. It was just okay. She says that and then she makes out with Jack Stone. Everybody, yeah. they're all assholes. I know. I mean, and that's what, I feel like this is the pure form of this show. This is what they want the show to be, which is all this backstabbing and triangles. Mm -hmm. But I actually, I don't enjoy it. No, I don't either. And I think that in previous seasons, they've actually had more, um, like, legit couples that you could root for along with watching the Mm -hmm. drama. Um, Evan and Carly, obviously. Jade and Tanner. Even the couples that have since broken up, I feel like at least had a feeling of legitimacy to them. Um, and now, I mean, really the only couple that seems pretty, I don't know, safe, I guess, is Taylor and 
Derek, I like Derek, but I still don't like Taylor. Like yeah. she's, she's still a know-it-all. She's still an asshole. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, in some ways, I think this season should be more entertaining because it's more just like crazy shit right, like packed into twelve form, days. Wild, yeah. yeah, but I don't know. No, it's it's not that entertaining. It just kind of boils down to people kind of being mean to each other. One we said as well. It can't even be that fun for them if like like Matt left on sure. his own accord. Danielle did. A bunch of people are just choosing to leave. Sure, if you're leaving a free vacation in Mexico, in Mexico, it can't be all that. Great. I mean, I know the hot tub smells like crabs, but still. Crabs um, or vagina. Can we, do we want to talk about Wells' puppet shows? Do you want to? I mean, I do, because that would seem like something that I would really like. And yet, by the end, I was like, okay, that's enough. Well, you and I both noted that Wells seems to have a real distaste for Kristen, and I'm not sure where it comes from. Right. Like, I don't know. He really like lays in too he hard. Does. I know he's being a little mean. Like one or two jokes, but he just like keeps doing. And I'm sure the producers are like, "This is gold, Wells. I know. Use your puppets." Which did you bring the puppets? Like who is bringing all these props? <laughs> it didn't even look like Kristen. Well, that's it. Was just like a, a cheerleader or like the uh, French chef for no reason in Mexico. And he What's like that? makes fun of her like new boobs right. and calls her the weirdest person in paradise. Yeah, I know. Wells, come on, you're Wells. better than. You're that. better than that. Come on. Come on, little pocket. Little guy. What are you going to put I'm in the pocket? To, I'm going to have to put you back in my pocket till you behave. <laughs> I'm going to have to lock you in the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Dean and Christina sleep together, but then the next night, Dean and D'Lo are making out in the pool. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where it ends. Your, there's Christina your story. feels disrespected. It does look like a bunch of shit's going to go down yeah. in the next, in the last two episodes, but... But first, 45 minutes of nothing. Yeah, nothing. I mean, literally, so there, there's this live studio version, and Harrison's like, we're going to talk to some of the Paradise particip- participants. But first, let's take a look back at everything that's happened so far. We re- It's been three weeks. And then we just weeks. pressed fast yeah. forward. We remember. It's a show. I don't need a live interview with Jasmine and Matt. No. I barely need a live interview with Corinne. I mean, let you want to touch on that? I do. I have almost nothing to say. I didn't about take notes. It. All I want to say is if you started a new medication and were going to a place where you knew that you would be drinking a shit ton of alcohol... Don't you think that maybe you would ask your doctor or at least read the little booklet that comes with that prescription to see if you should be drinking alcohol? Yeah. I'm not calling her a a liar. I'm not. And I have no idea what the hell happened. But I don't know. I thought that her attempt to just be like, I was actually blacked out that whole time and just nobody knew it. I will. Here's what I'll say, though, is, I mean, I ignore that. When the medication is like, don't drink on this medication. Like, I think most people, and we all shouldn't, but like, nah, I'm going to drink anyways. So I don't, I have, honestly, for both Corinne and Demario at this point, I have nothing but sympathy. Um, but I also posed the question to you because she said, none of you could have known that I was like out of it. Like on the outside, I would have looked just totally normal interacting with people, like talking to people normally, and then just like, what it meant was that I couldn't remember what happened after that. But so I said to you, then what happened that a producer or whoever it was that said something wrong is happening here? What did they see? If Mm -hmm. Corinne was just normal Corinne interacting with everyone, Mm -hmm. 
How did they even know that something was wrong? Well, that's that's the question that remains totally unanswered. That they're not going to answer. Nope. That they're not. They're they're very cagey on like what the allegations. Still, what the allegations yeah. are. Um, again, I don't I don't know about this. And the bottom line is, I just I have lost interest. In yeah, this. I almost I hate mean, to call it a storyline because no, that but cheapens, it is. But I mean, that's, that's how they're what treating they, it. Yeah, that's what they've done to it. Right. I mean, they're drawing this thing out. Whether it was totally a publicity player whether they've turned it into it they've really like it's no longer interesting i feel like i don't know which one i would find more reprehensible right if they just created it to gain viewers or if something really did happen and the only way to get around it was to like coerce everyone into pretending like it was a media created thing Mm -hmm. i don't know right Right. Either way, I mean, this, like I said, I hope that both Demario and Corinne are, you know, can move on with their lives. I do think that people have been judging them too harshly, by which I mean, like, judging them at all, <laughs> since we have no information about what happened and still have no information about what happened. <laughs> and um, will not. And will never will. Um, so, whatever. I just, I would like to move on from this and, and never hear I about it I want my again. life back. <laughs> I uh, I do want my, my time back, Harrison. I certainly want my, well, not 45 minutes because we fast-forwarded through a lot of it, but they expected us to sit there for 45 minutes, and that's just unfair. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right, right, Harrison. All right. Um, all right. Well, I and I would hate to be the kind of person that just kind of frivolously wasted people's time. <laughs> It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. Loving tradition of the grand design, some people say it's even harder to find. Well, then there must be some magic clue inside these gentle This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.